you you won't believe the month off I've had. Uh, I say off, meaning I haven't recorded in a month. Um, and it's not because <laughs> for lack of content, believe it or not, it's because so many weird things have been happening. So do a quick catch up here for you. First of all, thank you for listening. Welcome to the Standby Podcast. I am Mike Cincy. Um, this is my show. And I thank you for listening to my show. Um, yeah, so I took a month off. I It's been probably way over a month now since I released an episode, but um, first thing, <laughs> a, t- a trail of things, right? First thing was my computer died. Um, I have a MacBook, and that's what I record this on, and it just would not turn on. So there's that. I mean, that was genuinely the biggest obstacle, um, but yeah, so sorry about that, but it turned on today, so it's almost like it's it's destiny that this fucking show must go out to all 13 people who listen, and I appreciate all 13 of you. Um, I had my family come visit me down here in Houston, took my, uh, parents in their fifties and sixties to a metal show. It was a ton of fun. Uh, my dad got a little lit and was just pretty much saying like, if I was 20, I'd be in the circle pit. And I was like, Carl, if I was 20, I'd be in the circle pit. So we laughed, we punched each other. It was a good time. Um, but before that, I have to say, uh, I am de- so... If you all have been following my uh, online or podcasting life for the last five or so years, um, you know my luck with the women um, isn't the best. And it's not because I'm like, oh, woe is me. I actually, the last relationship I had was very good. Um, I just ended it because I'm a scared little girl. But um, I, I seem to have very bad luck with uh, with women in general. And so it's the first time in my life, though, out of all of this crazy women drama that I had to call the police on one. And so that was that was affecting me a lot. Um, this is someone I went on a few dates with a long time ago and broke it off, remained friendly with. And so uh, I think they they took that as like, oh, we're we're going to remain best friends forever. Um, that's not the case. Um, and you know what's creepy about this whole thing is I know she's listening to this. And I don't know. I just leave, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Just leave me alone. That's it. Um, but so she, um, she was overwhelming me on a lot of stuff, just being friendly. And I was like, look, I, I can't, I don't message with my best friends this much. So like, could you chill with that? So she said, okay. And the worst part of that is like, when you ask somebody for something, like genuinely, like I get overwhelmed with a lot of texts or DMs or whatever. So if I go, hey, could you not do that? The worst thing someone can do is say, oh, okay, yes, and then stop it for like a little bit and then pick it back up. It's so disrespectful and rude. So it's like, you heard what I said. You wanted me to, uh, you wanted to do what I asked you at your convenience just to pick it back up. Terrible behavior. Don't do it, people. So she did that. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not one to block, um, you know, on social media or, f- you know, phone messages, but enough's enough. So I blocked her on everything. Um, and then, so a long time passed and I didn't hear anything from her, obviously, cause she's blocked and she showed up at my fucking house drunk and forced her way into the house and she wouldn't fucking leave. And it was so like, I mean, it was illegal and it was, it was just like, so I just felt so fucking like, this is the rudest thing. Like you, you feel like you have such entitlement to me that you're coming into my house. And she wouldn't leave. Obviously, she was very drunk. Um, 
And so I just kind of stood in the doorway screaming at her for over an hour to get out of my house or I'll call the police. And she wouldn't budge. So I had to call. I mean, I had to go to fucking work. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I called the police. And I don't know if you've ever called the police as an adult. But it feels so goofy. I, to this day, wish I got a recording of that 911 call. Because it's 100% um, the the thing where it's like... <laughs> 911 what's your emergency and this is houston texas man like there's crimes right now there's crimes going on like down the street i'm sure and um so they're busy and uh i was just like yeah hi um <laughs> there's a woman in my house and i don't like it so um but no they were very professional obviously was like yeah there's a drunk woman in my house she won't leave cops showed up i uh, had her leave and stuff so unfortunately I, again, I don't hate this person. I think she made a bad decision, which is why I didn't press charges um, for that. Um, but I know she is listening now. So I'm just going to say, leave me alone forever. There's a restraining order coming. So just fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, go away. Um, but that also got me thinking, like, um, <laughs> uh, the, about, like, the craziest, like, women uh, that I've encountered. And there is one who recently popped back up in my life. Um, I'd say six months or so ago, just out of the blue. And this story, so they say like, you can't, some of the craziest shit you can't make up. I couldn't make this up if I tried. And if I did, I have a very, very upsetting mind. So what happened? I'm not, I don't want to give specifics, but again, different time in my life. I was more of a a hookup guy, um, as some of you may know, sorry, mom, I was quite the whore back in the day. And, um, I was, I, I was at a military school and, you know, we have schools for everything these days. So I was at a school, met this woman on a dating app, um, yada, yada, yada to quote Seinfeld. And then I was leaving. The school wasn't very long. It was like a month. And, um, she just, I remember, I remember we were at lunch and she goes, oh, like I'm pregnant. And I was like, hmm. First off, my mind, I, you know, cold sweats came across my entire body. I'm like, well, this isn't good at all. Um, so I was like, okay, well, <laughs> what, what now? And she's like, oh, I just, you know, I don't know. I just thought I should tell you. I'm like, okay, well, this is obviously a, not a good situation. Um, so what, what, what do we do here? And then she's just like, I will, you don't want to be with me anyway. And then that kind of talk is where I'm like, oh, well, you're clearly not pregnant because so this isn't the first time in my life. Unfortunately, a woman has used pregnancy as a way to trap me, uh, whether real or unreal. Um, so hence my hesitation with a lot of women. Um, but, um, so she's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. I'm like, cool. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. And, uh, but then she kind of hit me with the, the clear red flags of like, well, you don't want to be with me anyway, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, she caught feelings and she's acting out. But to her insanity, she persisted for fucking over a year. Um, she would message me and be like, oh, just so you know, I'm still pregnant. I'm just like, send me proof. Send me a picture of a, of a fucking graph of a belly of any, give me something. And she'd be like, no, you don't care. Nope, sure don't. Um, obviously lying. And then randomly, like nine months later, she messaged me and was like, just so you know, I gave birth to our child this morning. And I was like, let me see a picture. Let me see a picture of this. This woman carried out this lie for nine months, um, pretended to give birth to a child, wouldn't let me see. Talked to, she'd messaged me so far as like, 
I've oh I've messaged your parents on Facebook. Oh, my parents aren't on Facebook, you fucking lunatic. And um so yeah, she so just again just trying to fucking get back at me for not being with her. And uh so <laughs> she carries out this fake pregnancy for nine months, says she gave birth to a child, and I was like, Okay. And then like what so obviously this is fake, so where are we go now? So you fake raised the kid? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what so then like a month passes. And she sends, I'm not, I swear on my life this all happened. She sends me a message and goes, I have terrible news. Our daughter was in the car with my aunt and they got T-boned and she's dead. So this woman fakes a pregnancy, carries it out to term, (laughs) and then fake writes off, kills off our baby. Like, holy shit. Holy shit. For lack of evidence, she had to destroy the baby that didn't exist. As, and I guess I'm supposed to be like, oh my God, we should be together because we had this fake child. Like, it fucking, the whole thing's fucking nuts. And uh, so I was like, wow, well, that's crazy. And I was like, send me a picture. <laughs> you know, send me a picture of a dead kid. I don't even fucking know. And uh, she was just like, oh no, you don't care. You don't care. I'm like, oh, sure don't. And so, um, the last selfie I got from her, she was in a black dress like a week after that. And she's like heading to our baby's funeral. And I was like, are you, this is madness. This is fucking madness. And, uh, I just, I was like, okay, have fun. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I've known for months this, this isn't real, but like this, this fucking one woman act of, uh, giving birth by herself and then the the baby dies in a car accident like that's fu- that's fucking that's some hbo shit that's crazy and um yeah so she obviously went away for a long time she had nothing to leverage anymore because she had killed off her only bargaining tool that didn't exist and uh i was like yeah whatever and so yeah about six months ago she reached back out um she got a new number that's just how she got me and uh she texted me and was like hey and i was like oh no so um, but yeah, I say all this to say, life's fucking weird, man. And be careful, uh, the women you surround yourselves with. I'm talking to the men here, because this is a man's podcast for men. Men only. If you're a woman, turn it off. Can't have it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, just to catch it all up, computer died. A uh, woman forced her way into my house. Uh, police were involved. Then the next weekend, my parents came. We had a great weekend together. And my brother was there, too. I got to see my family. It was a great weekend. Um, but, uh, yeah. How's your dating life going? <laughs> <clears throat> so, speaking of men being men, I did want to mention this. Um, some sort of congratulate. Yeah, we're changing topics completely. Uh, some sort of congratulations is definitely due. Um, if you all have... If you've heard the the story of um the the Navy SEAL doctor astronaut that's you know sounds like something you'd hear you know a kid type in the call of duty of like what they want to be or who they think they are or a porno star uh changing personalities but um this is a real person uh Johnny Kim if if some of you may have heard his story uh joined the SEAL teams as a medic um then went from that to becoming a Harvard doctor graduate and then uh also (laughs) became an astronaut uh but he has a new update now if you want to feel like less of a man um he is now uh a naval aviator um 
So this article from Task and Purpose covering it, I cite them a lot, but because they cover the most military news, I'm not, uh, people asked if I contribute to Task and Purpose. I do not. I just genuinely like them the most. Um, so the article reads, U.S. Navy SEAL, Harvard Medical School, trained physician, astronaut. These are all things Lieutenant Commander Johnny Kim's, Johnny Kim already has on his list of ex- uh, extensive accomplishments. And now he can add Navy avi- aviator to that list. He completed his advanced helicopter training on March 24th, pinning on his wings at Naval Air Station, uh, Winning Field, Millington, Florida, according to a press release from the Navy published this week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a whole article, but I just wanted to say, like, in a time where a lot of people are pretty much being told what they can't do, uh, this man is uh, pretty much doing whatever the fuck he wants. So I think... I think in a world where uh, the military especially is struggling in, in recruiting and um, image uh, problems that we can look to people like Lieutenant Commander Kim and, you know, pretty much say, I can do this stuff. I, I, I am better than uh, I know myself to be. And so they can push themselves. So again, I'm not trying to cite an entire article, but I just want to say congratulations, Lieutenant Commander. That's fucking outstanding. And uh, speaking of... <laughs> I'm just I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. I haven't done this in a while. Speaking of recruiting, um, I did want to address this thing, which is why I think a lot of people are going to listen to this podcast because I'm super close to this situation. Um, you may have seen in the last few days an article, articles uh, coming out, or people's public opinion on uh, a situation where pretty much the clickbait is uh, U.S. Navy uses drag queen for recruiting purposes. And of course, that's so many buzzwords uh, in one sentence that uh, a lot of people are overwhelmed and angry for no reason. Let me, can I, I just, as someone close to the situation, I really want to bring everybody down to earth for a second. Let's breathe. Let's exhale that hate. Let's think rationally for two seconds. <coughs> um, I, I know a little bit about this, this sailor. Uh, we're not, you know, best friends by any means, but we've had a few conversations here and there. Uh, because he is uh, was a part of the Navy Digital Ambassador pilot program. Now, I mentioned a while ago that I'm a part of the Digital Ambassador program. As of right now, I'm the only one holding a letter from the Admiral saying uh, I'm a part of the program that's not the pilot. So the pilot program included uh, Petty Officer Kelly, the person we're talking about, and a couple other people. And so th- they really were just doing the pilot program to see how uh, the Navy can do the digital space in a better, more creative way. And um, a lot of it, a lot of it was lessons learned and a lot of it was a lot of failures. So um, he was asked to do this just like I was. Um, so I think I think we need to take a second and really think about the actual, b- beyond the headlines and the conservative right, um, you know, fucking spewing hate and venom and all this other nonsense, which they're quick to do. And I, you know what? It, a lot of people, I'm not, I'm not political by any means. I don't hold an alliance to anything. Um, I was raised, you know, in the Midwest. I was raised in Northern Indiana. I was raised very strict Catholic. I'm a straight white male. I'm about as boring as it gets, right? So my, my views always lean a little bit more conservatively, but at the same time, I, we are doomed as a species if we don't fucking listen to the other sides of arguments we don't have to agree we don't have to fucking <laughs> we don't have to do anything really just listen um 
So I, I, I have a lot of progressive takes on things, but I'm more conservative than anything, you know? I mean, how couldn't I be? Um, but this, this sailor was asked to, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I got to back it up. So Josh Kelly, Petty Officer Kelly, YN2, he, he does drag. Um, he obviously lives an alternative lifestyle and he's been doing it since he was in uh, the Navy times published an article years and years ago about this. Um, the Navy's active duty drag queen, whatever, whatever. And I mean, that was it. Nobody really cared, but an article came out about him being a digital ambassador this week saying we're using him to, um, I say, I say them, the pronouns thing fucks me up. So I'm sorry, but, um, we're using them to like fucking recruit. And that's couldn't be further from the truth. (laughs) He's not a recruiter. He is in no way, they are in no way affiliated with fucking recruiting or any kind of um, image in that way. They were asked to be a part of this program because we want to promote inclusivity and, you know, equality and acceptedness on the social media space. That's it. So this poor sailor was asked to bring their lifestyle forward in a public place. And they did it. And now they are getting kind of unfairly thrown under the bus for bad PR. And at the time of this recording, I don't I don't know what the Navy, um, the Navy, like the big Navy, has really done. I haven't seen anything. I uh I messaged with um Petty Officer Kelly this morning, pretty much just saying, Hey, you know, it, 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 I just I appreciate how because they've been super, you know, relaxed about it as far as the social media sphere. They haven't gone on and been like, oh, blah, 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 fuck this, fuck that. They've just been like, okay, I'm going to keep my cool and do my thing. Which, man, if there's nothing to be said about the human being behind the the article is they're really just fucking rolling with the punches and being like, yeah, I'm used to this, whatever. Can't hurt me. I'm going to keep spreading my positivity and whatever I do. So that absolutely needs to be commended because these people in the comment section and then sending him death threats all the fucking time, that's gutless. Why the fuck, why the fuck is somebody else's lifestyle affecting the way you live? There's, it just isn't. And then the fucking laughable thing to say, we're using this for recruitment. That's crazy. Doesn't make any sense. Now I will play devil's advocate. Was it a bad PR move to put something so progressive and alternative up in people's faces? Probably. But at the same time, how else are we going to get that message across of like including everybody? There's been gay service members, you know, gay and lesbian service members I've served with for a long fucking time. And it never came up in conversation because it doesn't fucking matter. One of the best corpsmen I ever worked with, I'm not going to say his name, but um, he was openly gay in an infantry battalion. And holy shit, the hate that he got on a daily basis. But he just like, hey, it is what it is. This is my life. Um, and then after a while, he let his work speak for himself. He was one of the best medics we had, best corpsman, and he didn't let the fucking, because I mean, think who's in a fucking infantry battalion, fucking rednecks, you know what I mean? Machine gunners don't come from, aren't usually Harvard graduates. They're not, you know, Dr. Kim here that I was talking about earlier. They're kind of fucking good old boys who fucking want to shoot stuff and, you know, put dip in all day, which is fine. We need those people. The Marine Corps needs those people for sure. Um, but they're not exactly the most progressive woke people. So, to, you know, to be sleeping in a foxhole with an openly gay man, um, 
probably fucking made them all uneasy. But at the same time, he won over so many people just through his work ethic. And the fact that he didn't use the fact that he was he was openly gay as a, you know, personality point. He was just like, this is what does this have to do with my, you know, my medicine? I'm I'm gay, who cares? So, and I think that's how a lot of people have served in the past. And so for this uh, again, I understand the shock value of it. That's why this clickbait shit exists, right? I mean, how many of you who know what I'm talking about clicked that link and were like, what the fuck? That's just crazy because it is crazy. It's not true either. He's not used for recruiting. He's used as an image to say, we accept everybody. If you fit the criteria to serve, you are allowed to serve in our Navy. And I think that message is a good one. Um, But I I just want to take a moment here to say, think about the human being behind the article they didn't do anything wrong well depending on how you sit right they didn't do anything wrong per se they just put their life forward as they were asked to do and now they are taking all the heat for something that they didn't form the navy who told them to do it formed this so i just hope they do the right thing but (laughs) As we know, um, and I know a lot of people who have decision-making abilities are listening to this, and I hope, and I'm sure after this airs, I'll get a lot of lip service texts about, man, you were so right. I, I went into the office today and I said, we need to do what's right. No, you didn't. No, you fucking didn't. Come out guns blazing for my sailor. No, the fuck you didn't. So I just, I just, I don't know. People not in the military do the same thing, right? Just be a good person. We're already all divided over things that don't matter uh, to be even more divided over things that certainly don't matter. Um, now just fucking, as you go into the weekend, I leave you with this. Just be, just could be, just be fucking good people to each other. You don't have to agree. You don't have to support. You don't have to like each other. Just be good people. My phone is ringing. I'm up for orders, so I gotta <clears throat> see the detailer once. Oh, by the way, yeah, my on a personal life note, which I've shared beyond um, this episode with, but personal life note, uh, there's a chance I might extend here in Houston just through detailing nonsense. So, might be another year of recruiting duty for this fucking guy. But, but it is what it is. Again, we roll with the punches. We do what we're told. We can control what we can control. And at the end of the day, we fucking go to bed. <laughs> All right. Be good to one another, man. Just fucking think before you act. Calm down before you fucking respond. And fucking just stand by for more. <laughs>